In this episode, we're going to talk with a business expert about how to dramatically improve your income and success. We're going to find out how to make some inner shifts that will give you the freedom and confidence to turn your biggest vision into reality. This is P is for Profit. You're listening to the P is for Profit podcast with Adam Lean, where it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep and how much freedom you enjoy. Welcome to P is for Profit. My name is Adam Lean and I, along with the rest of the team at the CFO Project, are passionate about helping business owners improve the profitability of their business. My guest today is a business coach who says her superpower is digging deep to find the root cause of why business owners are struggling and then helps them take steps to overcome it so they can experience richer, freer, and easier lives. Wow, that's a lot. Nina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for inviting <laughs> me along. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to dive in and 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 uh, learn more about what you do and how you do it. So tell us how you got started in this. What's your background? My background is in corporate world. I worked for Time Life Books for many years in London. And I left Time Life Books when I was pregnant with my first child. And then after having my babies, I wanted to do something for myself. I didn't want to go back into an office. So I started a personal shopping company purely by chance because I was helping someone else in their personal shopping business, online business. And I I didn't want to work with her anymore. So I thought, well, I understand the mechanics of it. So I started one myself. I'm not a personal shopper, but I quickly grew uh, an amazing team of personal shoppers and makeup artists who went out there and did the the actual shopping and the makeup um, work. And my job was to bring in clients. So I did all the sales and all the marketing. I always had this mindset that says say yes. So we started off in London and then uh, someone phoned from Manchester and said, do you cover this area? And I said, yes. So I thought I'll figure out a way of covering that area. And then it just grew. It grew rapidly and I started doing corporate work. I created a successful business. (laughs) However, it was very limited. And at the time I knew I could do so much more with it, but I didn't. I couldn't because I was holding myself back. I didn't do any networking. I didn't do any visible marketing. So I got all my clients through Google AdWords sitting behind my desk and I was able to hide. I didn't put my name on my website. I didn't have my face on my website. I was scared. I was scared about being found out that I was a fraud, that I wasn't very good at what I did. I was scared to be judged, to be criticized by people. And I knew that by hiding away, I was really limiting what I could achieve. And looking back, I know it could have been a much bigger business if I had thought bigger, if I had got out of my own way and given myself permission to play a much bigger game. I had all the tools there. Having children... (laughs) was a real eye-opener for me because I could just see how how that lovely self-confidence. They were pretty fearless. They would try things, take risks, fall over, (laughs) hurt themselves, whatever, got into scrapes, and they would just pick themselves up and just keep going. And I really wanted to be a good role model for them. And I knew in order to do that, I had to stop pretending and wearing all these different masks 
and start becoming much more connected with myself, feel much more authentic and feel naturally self-confident and have self-belief in myself. And I started a long journey of intensive personal development work. I had dabbled in personal development for quite a few years already, reading books, etc. But now I got into it big time because I had the mistaken notion back then that something was wrong and I had to fix it about myself. And it was wrong because I realized through doing the personal development work that actually there was nothing wrong with me. And all I needed to do was change my understanding of what was actually happening and to stop blaming other people and situations and circumstances for making me feel unhappy and miserable, whatever it was, angry, whatever those negative emotions were, and start taking responsibility for them myself. And during my intensive personal development work, I tried lots of different modalities, etc., trained in lots of things. And it was only when I came across a way, a process of identifying deeply hidden limiting beliefs and then permanently removing them from the subconscious and then replacing them with new powerful beliefs about ourselves. That's when I had my own big, massive turnaround in my thinking. And this transformed the way in how I showed up, not just in my business, but in my life, in my relationships with other people. So for example, I would, going back 10 years, I would never, ever have said yes to the opportunity of being on your podcast, being on video, expressing my message, talking about what I believe in, because I would have been terrified about what other people thought of me and that I wasn't worth listening to and that other people were doing this much better than me. So it took me a long time to figure all that out. And when I, when I realized that this was actually the truth about everything and that we can, we don't need fixing, all we need to do is stop believing our limiting beliefs and start really connecting with how magnificent we are, how powerful we are, and how much we can achieve if we decide to focus on it. That's when I started helping business owners because I wanted to do something that gave tangible results. And in business, you can get tangible results when you start showing up, when you start putting your marketing out there, when you start making offers, when you can start raising your prices confidently, when you can start having more sales calls, when you have the confidence to um, really tell, not tell, but show people how you can help them, how you have the solution to their problem, where you can get out of your own way. And that's how I now help entrepreneurs, be they coaches, consultants, experts, who want to, who know that they have so much more to offer, but are getting the results they want to get. And they've come to the conclusion that actually another new strategy isn't what they need for their breakthrough. They need to do the work on themselves so they can stop self-sabotaging and they can start taking the action that they know they need to take, but they've been resisting taking that action out of fear and the fear then builds up the resistance to taking that action. Wow, that's that's very powerful. There's a lot to dig in there. Let's let's start with something you touched on at the very beginning. You were afraid that you were going to be found out for being a fraud. And I know that this is something that, you know, with working with business owners and, and myself even, uh, 
you know, there's an, uh, you've heard the term imposter syndrome. <laughs> a lot of people deal with that. That they're, that they feel like they're an imposter. They're, they're, they're all, they're going to be found out. Like you said, that they're going to, they're a fraud. Can you talk about that and, and sort of what, why that's a limiting belief and, and what you can do to overcome it or what you did to overcome it? Sure. So many people suffer from imposter syndrome, as you say. They feel like a fraud. They feel like a fake. And this is terrifying fear that will get found out. And if we promise a, a client that we can help them and give them that transformation and then we don't deliver, then they're going to realize we're not very good at what we are, at what we do, and we don't keep our promises. And then what if they go and tell other people? And what if other people find out that actually we're not very good at what we do? So it's a a chronic lack of self-confidence and self-belief in ourselves. Now, the truth for most people who are offering services around coaching, consulting, and helping people, the truth is that most of us are very good at what we do. We have enough knowledge. We have enough training. We have enough expertise. So it's really understanding that about ourselves and believing that. And then we can authentically show other people how we can help them. And so starting to believe ourselves as the experts we truly are. And if you think about how many years of training we've done, how much experience we've built up, the evidence that we've helped people that we have got great results. All of that evidence and that expertise in the training, those years and probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars and pounds we put into our training, that is what we bring to the table. We're not just saying, oh, this is a six-month or a 12-month program. We're actually bringing so much more to the table than that. And when we look at what we can bring, that's when we start thinking, actually, I am, I know what I'm doing and I can help. Now, there is no coach consultant who can help 100% of the people 100% of the time. We've all had clients where we don't get the results. I mean, this has been very transparent. We all have clients who don't get the results that they want from us. But I bet that most of us are getting a great result most of the time. The way that I dealt with it myself, I didn't deal with it until I actually did the work that I now do with my clients. So what I did is I worked with my mindset coach on the belief I'm a fake, I'm a fraud. And I rated it out of 10. So the more I agreed with that statement, the higher my number out of 10. And I remember my number was probably around a nine or a 10. I was terrified of being found out or being exposed. And that's why I kept myself hidden away so no one would ever find out. And by the time I'd gone through this process to eliminate this belief, and the beauty of the process is that it really goes, to, it bypasses the rational mind, the conscious mind, it goes into the subconscious. It's very logical. There's nowhere for the truth to hide. And so I was, the, this belief was exposed to be the lie it truly is. It wasn't true about me. I just made it up. It was a story that I'd made up and I was carrying it around inside of me. And it was really having a big impact on what I was doing. So during the process, I exposed it as a lie it truly is. And I was able to let go of it because I thought, well, that's not true. I've got so much evidence of what of, that I am an expert. Sure, I can always learn more. Sure, I can gain more experience. Sure, I'm going to evolve over time. You know, And that's good because I'm learning. However, I've never been a fraud. That's not who I am. And I replaced it with a new empowering belief that I'm an expert and I know how to help people. 
And once I started showing up as the expert that I am, I became so much more confident in how I spoke about my service. I was able to start raising my prices. I was able to start connecting with people to collaborate and to joint venture with, to invite them onto my podcast and to explore possibilities of working together. And this opened up lots of opportunities for me. And I was, as I was building up my self-belief and my confidence in myself, my business grew. Because logically, when you have the self-belief, when you have the certainty in what you do and what you offer, and you know you're offering immense value, then when you when you tell people about it, they pick up subliminally on your sense of confidence and your self-belief in yourself. And because they pick up on it, then they believe that you can help them as well. Mm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Let's talk also uh, along the same lines. You mentioned that you had to stop pretending and you connected with yourself and you were more authentic with yourself. Can you explain what you mean? Yeah, that's a great question. Being authentic in myself for me is being comfortable in my own skin. For most of my life, I felt unlikable. I felt out of kilter with other people. I always felt I was one of those people on the outside. So I'm looking through a, 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 a cafe window and people are sitting in the cafe at a table, having a laugh, enjoying themselves, etc. And I'm on the outside looking in. I can't join them somehow because there was a real disconnect. I felt I had to please people. I had to get people to like me. And so I would bend over backwards to try and figure out what they wanted me to say that would make them like me, how I should reply. And that just meant I was so focused on myself and what I was saying that I couldn't focus on the other person. I was so wrapped up in my anxiety to please that I wasn't listening really to what they were saying. And so depending on who I was talking to, I would try and be someone different for each person, which was exhausting. Mm. And it just felt, I felt completely unconnected with myself, but this was my way of staying safe because I felt that I couldn't be authentic. There was something wrong with me and I was completely out of touch with who I really was. After doing this work to erase my limiting beliefs, my self-esteem beliefs, I started to realize actually I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm good enough. I'm not inferior to anyone. I'm as good as anyone else. And I truly believe that it's this world is a level playing field. We are all equally good enough. There is no question about it. And so if that part of me is okay, I'd have to worry about it. It's there. It doesn't matter if I have a great conversation with someone. If I don't, they can't impact that self-belief that's now within me. It's, you know, and what happens in the physical world, things are good, things are bad. You know, when a roller coaster is entrepreneurs, things go up, things go down. And all of that doesn't have any impact on this feeling authentic and, and congruent. And it helps me to run my business from a place of great integrity where I have, I, I trust myself and I attract amazing clients. I, try, I attract clients who are very committed to doing the work that they do and they are very much in in tune with our values really synchronized so feeling authentic means that i can write my messaging my marketing from my heart rather than from my head 
before I used to write my messaging from my head, what do people want to hear from me? That wasn't the right way of doing it. The right way for me is what do I want to say? What is my my truth? What do I believe? What can I share with my audience? Now, it's okay that some of them won't be interested. But if I speak from my heart, then some people resonate with it. And that is the truth. So rather than focusing on those people who don't open my email, I can instead focus on the people who do open my email. I love that. How many clients do we really need? We don't need everyone to be our client. It's just the people who resonate with us. And so when I started marketing and messaging from my heart and not being worried about what people thought, I wasn't worried about when people will think that I'm too woo-woo or on this or that. I'm not woo-woo at all. I'm very grounded. I'm very practical. I like things that work. That changed everything for me. And it was only because I stopped being scared of what other people thought about me. And I started putting the focus instead on, you know, how can I serve? What information can I get out there that will be of help? Hmm. So what are some, some tips to become your authentic self? I mean, I guess the first one would be to, to, to do things from your heart, to, to act from your heart and not your head, right? What are, what are some other things that somebody listening could, can do to take steps today? I think the fundamental thing is for us to know that anything that happens in the outside world does not create any of our negative feelings. So it may be that, you know, you have a call with um, a sales call with a prospect. The prospect says, no, too expensive. I don't have the time. I'll think about it. And you come off the call and often you can feel, oh, I'm never going to get anyone to pay what I want them to pay. I'm too expensive. People aren't interested in what I have. For us to know, first and foremost, that these Thoughts and feelings are not being caused by the prospect saying no. We are creating these thoughts internally. And these thoughts are just limiting beliefs which have been triggered. And it's our thoughts which are creating our mood, our low mood. Mm. When we know that no one can ever make us feel anything, then we get back into control. Okay, so it's my thoughts that are making me feel like this. I can't control the outside world. I can't control what other people say and do, but I can start handling my thinking. It's not by controlling it because we're not thought police. We cannot sit there and, you know, control every thought that pops into our head. We get tens or thousands of thoughts every day, but it's knowing that these thoughts are all made up. They're stories. No one's ever going to pay me that much. It's a story. I'm never going to, I'm never going to, get what I want. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm never going to make it work. These are just stories and we don't have to pay any attention to them. We have, we could just say, okay, that thinking is not helpful. It's not true about me. And I could just let it go. And once you can, when you expose thoughts of being absolutely harmless and not true about us, then they lose their power. And once they lose their power and we, you know, it's like we've got a tabletop of rubbish thoughts, you know, really um, self-sabotaging thoughts. When you could just say, okay, these thoughts aren't helping me and just push them all off the table, you've got a clear tabletop. Your mind is in clarity. And then you can start focusing on, okay, that call didn't go how I wanted it to go. What can I do now? What can I look, how can I learn from that call? Maybe I can listen more deeply. Maybe I can ask different questions. Maybe I have to spend more time 
listening rather than talking. Maybe I can um, build a better bridge from their challenges to my solution. Maybe I can handle objections in a different way. All of these things where you start thinking about how you can get better at what you do. So the the most fundamental thing is to realize our thoughts are just not true. The less attention we pay to them, the less damage they can do. The more attention we pay to them, that's when they become real for us. And that is completely within our our own um, control to be able to do that. that's, That's powerful. Very powerful. That makes sense. So if you could go back to when you first started your first business and give yourself a, uh, you know, a, a, a piece of advice, what is the one piece of advice you would give your younger self when you, when you were first started your business? That's a great question. What piece of advice would I give? The, first, the piece of advice I would give is that actually the two pieces of advice, one is don't worry about what other people think about you mm. because you don't know what people think about you. You're just assuming. You're making it all up. You are mind reading. Don't waste any thoughts or energy on that because you don't know for sure. So just take that off the table completely. The other piece of advice I would give myself, my younger self, is go for it. Go for it. It's a game. It's a game of life. Play the game of life. (laughs) You are going to have setbacks. You are going to fail. You will make mistakes. You'll get it wrong most of the time. But just enjoy it. Don't take it too seriously. The more you fail, the more you'll learn. And be courageous. Be resilient. Bounce back up and go for it. It's not going to kill you. You're not going to end up as a bag lady. Because if your business doesn't work out, you'll figure out something else to do. And actually, there's a third. Can I have a third piece of advice? Of course. (laughs) You've got everything you need inside of you don't go looking for it in the outside world and don't go asking or no don't go looking for people to validate you in who you are mm-hmm. don't rely on that it's a really sticky slippery path validate yourself you've got everything you need wow yeah that, that's that's very powerful thank you for that so what if 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 somebody would like to learn more about you and about your process because this has resonated that whether it's the, the imposter syndrome or being authentic or, or uh, the, the idea that nobody can make you feel anything, where, you know, where can they go? Well, I've got a free uh, video training which talks a lot about limiting beliefs and how you can start getting out of your own way. And uh, the training is smashed through your income glass ceiling because we do create uh, an income ceiling above our heads and we think we can't push past that. So it's how to smash that ceiling once and for all so you can actually earn the income that you deserve, that you want. And the link for that is ninacook.co.uk forward slash free video training. And it's it's very short little videos. And uh, I hope that, you know, anyone who goes along and starts watching them gets a lot of value out of them. Yeah, so that's Nina Cook. And we'll put the link in the show notes. So N-I-N-A. C-O-O-K-E dot C-O dot U-K slash forward slash forward slash free training. Free video training. Free video training. We'll put that, we'll put that in the show notes. Thank you very much. Uh, Yeah, no, that's, that's very powerful. I'm going to check that out myself. So uh, 
Is there any last piece of advice, anything you want to leave for the audience? It would be reiterating uh, the main the main thing, I think, is the fundamental thing is don't take your thinking seriously. Don't believe it's true about you mm. if it's negative thinking. If it's positive thinking, yeah, it's true about you. But just don't spend your time, your energy going down the rabbit hole, you know, tying yourself up in knots, stopping yourself from taking action. Just say, oh, okay, I'm thinking that not useful, brush it aside and just go for it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, Nina, thank you so much for being here. This was amazing uh, and valuable information. Thank you so much. It's been really good fun. Yeah. So, uh, so everybody listening, if you would like to see if Nina can help you with your business, uh, of course, please reach out to her. Her website is Nina Cook. That's C-O-O-K-E dot C-O dot U-K. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. And remember, the goal of your business should be to make more profit than last year and to turn that profit into cash that you get to keep. This is Adam Lean for P is for Profit. The P is for Profit podcast is sponsored by the CFO Project. We help small business owners and entrepreneurs pocket bigger profits. If you're ready to discover the five changes required to boost your profits this quarter, you'll want to attend our latest presentation, Why Your Small Business Might Not Be As Profitable As It Should Be. Register at the CFO Project.com slash video.